Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. We three kings of Orient are Bearing gifts we traverse afar Field and fountain, moor and mountain Follow yonder star Stop singing! Oh, it's been 12 hours of non-stop singing! Star of night, Nurse. star of royal beauty, okay, bright. Hey, Westwardly, what? I think that's the first time you've stopped in twelve straight hours. It's December. It's bitch. barely out of November. It's December. It is Christmas time, asshole. I can't wait until I get out of this hospital. Bed. I can't wait either. All right. I can't wait until my legs heal so I can walk again. But you caused that. So guess what? More Christmas tunes. Oh, nurse! star of one. And welcome back to Obscurities of the Silver Screen, ladies and gentlemen. It is December. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa or Festivus. You know, whatever. It's December, so we're going to liven it up with the holiday spirit. It's going to be snowy and cold and wet is going to be where you don't want it. (laughs) So like we said uh, last week at the end of last week's episode, we are going to watch only Christmas movies uh, for the month of December. And boy, did we... Did we fucking go in hard today? <laughs> we sure did. I, Remy, what movie did we watch? I'm this week? upset. <laughs> what did we watch this week, Remy? We watched an amazing film. Amazing, really? Is that the word you want to say? I'm just trying to give it some kind of credit because I don't think anyone would. It is called Santa Claus. And the ice cream bunny. Not even Claus, just Santa and the ice cream oh, bunny. Is it just Santa? I mean, okay, yeah. they. It's from 1972. And this, like, first of all. It has a budget of, like, five bucks, which I'm sure went <laughs> right. a long ways back in the day. Right. But, like, it clearly was, like, it was filmed without any, like, sound equipment on set. And they just dubbed it they in post. They dubbed everything. Every single line of this was dubbed, uh, except for the singing, I believe. I, I feel like... okay. You so feel like that was is, live on set? I, I think it was. <laughs> because this is one of those... It's like, a movie musical, folks. It, it's one of those old movies where every single old movie has a song in it. And that's fine. And we love that. Right. But <laughs> this movie was just fucking... Okay, so... I came in knowing zero. Um, uh, just to give you some insight, so that oh, you, we, so that no, y'all, I didn't know anything about it either. I just kind of, I, I, I literally you at least watched the trailer, right? I literally googled weird Christmas movies, and this was the first one that came up. And I watched the trailer, and I was like, and it, but the trailer is only like the first like two minutes of the movie. So, so I was like, what the fuck is this? So movie? I watched the first ten seconds of the trailer, <laughs> and what it shows is like. A bunch of kids that are playing elves, and th- this is they're literally uh, seventy two. Yeah, so the, it's got like that grainy film. It is in color, but and, like, like it's it's really it looks like they shot it on like a sixteen mil- sixteen millimeter like home video camera. Yeah, you know? yeah, really shitty quality. But all that I watched in the trailer, so that you guys can be on the same page as I was coming into this, is that I saw like kids singing as elves, and then just jump cut to one of the elves poking his head. Out of the door. Her head, uh, actually. Oh, her head. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so her head out of the door and being like, huh? <laughs> and then it just shows like the Wild West. But and it's then supposed I just, to be snow. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's That's, supposed to be like the reindeer in snow, but it looks like the Wild West. It's literally yeah. a desert. It's literally There's desert. no snow. And I just paused it and was like, okay, I'm ready to watch this film. Okay, so. so we open on these children who are playing elves, and they're singing a song. And the song literally goes like this. Santa isn't here, dink, dink, and we're making toys without him, dink, and Santa isn't here, dink, dink, so we can do whatever we want, dink, dink. 
literally that's the fucking song and i mean <laughs> great to just start off, start off your santa film with santa isn't here right and they're all like happy about it you know and uh it it's just poor audio quality we couldn't understand half we, of the lyrics we tried to put on the the captions of this but the captions were shitty they were like auto-generated so yeah, so they were terrible so it's just building words out of the sounds they're making and the sounds aren't very audible so it's just making like a jumble of nonsense so they're just singing n- 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 nothing yeah and then they, that one elf like looks out and sees that you know santa isn't there and, and Comet- also they they aren't making toys they're literally just like bashing shit with cuddling. like no no no. there's no tools involved <laughs> it's just like oh here's literally raggedy ann and a girl is just like uh, one of the elves is just like petting her and then like some kid holds up like a stuffed horse and he's like holding it buckle in your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen this is gonna be a long bumpy ride i don't know man it could be really short this like this this episode might be really short but it might be long this movie was only 70 minutes you guys now jg and i don't pause the film to like talk bullshit constantly like that's something that we strive to not do but we took took almost two and a half hours to watch this movie if you listen to our six sock monsters episode we would like pause that film to be like what's going on and we were like totally involved but we kept pausing we it kind of got like, bored with this being like ah fuck it <laughs> hey have you seen the santa claus you know? yeah you know david crumholtz is in the santa claus movies oh no way yeah, that's literally what happened with this movie yeah uh so oh we're, God. we're, we're gonna, already getting sidetracked we're gonna do our best for you ladies and gentlemen yeah uh so cut to santa who is stuck on a beach in Florida in the middle of the day. It isn't even Christmas Eve, folks. Yeah. He's a... Wait. I never even thought about that. He's out delivering packages because I know I know my boy Santa, my, my boy uh, Nick, the old Go, saint. Old Saint Nick. Yeah. 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 Uh, I know he can get Chris that... Chris Kringle. He can get that, that done in one night. So, yeah. Santa's in Florida... <laughs> And he just starts. Oh, yeah, he's talking about how it's so hot, and he just starts singing "Oh Woe Is Me" this song, where he's like, "Oh Woe Is Me, I'm stuck in Florida. It's so hot. Oh dear. Oh it my." It does have kind of this Christmassy tune to it. Like, also, I don't... let's just talk about that. His his costume was definitely. Oh yeah, this bought. is Mall Santa. He's a skinny dude with <laughs> Worse a worse than Mall Santa. He's like they bought this. This costume from like Walgreens, you know, it has like a cardboard belt with like poorly made, you know, suit and this beard that was shittily like put together. And it, it, it wasn't even like, like it's crooked half the time. And I'm not, it even wasn't kidding. a design suit. They just went to the store and bought a suit and like, here's a yeah. Santa fucking suit. You know? It's the seventies. So they yeah. bought a 70s Santa suit. Yeah. We'll talk about the seventies costumes in a minute. Oh yeah. They it's get great. Crazy. It's great. Uh, Cause there's something about this movie. It's, it's a film within a film. And we'll get to that, we'll too. We'll get to that. But also, so, like, so we then see, like, these images of, like, these kids doing random things. Because this is over Santa's, woe right. is me, I'm Sa- stuck in Florida. Santa is calling all the children. Not right? not yet, not yet. Well, so so he's, yeah, just, he's right. just singing, oh, woe is me. And then we get this, like, montage of, and it's really weirdly put together. Because it's, like, a montage of, like, some kids hanging out on a lawn. And then it goes to this girl, and she's doing, like, this arm hoop with her arms like making a circle and then a dog runs up and then goes to jump through her arms and then it pauses and then cuts to a different kid and he's just like on a fucking roof he's on a roof with 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 one of those big like lawn umbrellas yeah like a chair like a table umbrella and then he just takes a leap and then it pauses and jg and i were like whoa what the fuck is that all about damn and it's like they keep pausing right at the most exciting thing there's like a kid and his sister on a skateboard and the kid like goes to crash and then it pauses and like a and kid's like, like about to hit a home run. Yeah. Like they're playing baseball and he's about to hit a home run. And then it pauses. Pauses and then right when the to, bat like yeah. meets the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then Santa finishes his Oh Woe Is Me song. He's like calling. Because also like the reindeer have left Santa. That's the point. They've is, marooned oh, yeah. him. Sorry that we just breezed over that. Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Common and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. And probably Rudolph as well. Nah, nah. <laughs> Rudolph was always like. No, nah, Rudolph was around. always a, was always a homie to Santa. You're right. Because right. do you recall the greatest reindeer of all? Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Always playing them reindeer games. The rest of the fucking assholes like left Santa, just Dude, marooned just him. Coming in hard. 
Yeah, fuck Common and Cupid and Diner and Blitzen. Common. And common. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Common, you know. <laughs> common, if you're listening, fuck you, man. No, but Common, we actually do love you. You're awesome. And if you do listen to the show, that's yeah, awesome. Hey, give us a shout out. <laughs> yeah. like- anyway, so... <laughs> We this movie okay, we're like ladies tired and gentlemen. From watching we're this tired film. from watching this movie, and we're also a little bit really drunk, you know, because this movie made us drink excessively. <laughs> so okay, yeah. So Santa's stranded in Florida, and he straight up says it was way too hot for the reindeer. So, so he they calls just all the, yeah. So he calls all these children to help him after know. his little "Woe Is Me" song. But right before he calls them. It goes into this montage of all of those weird moments where it paused on, like the dog halfway jumping through the arms and the kid halfway dying from jumping off. They the finish floor. all those, right? Yeah, and then, and then it finishes all of them while Santa goes, Mike, Lucy, Seth, Devin, Carl, Bob, Evangeline, Tracy, Spittoon. <laughs> I don't know. We're just naming random names. Who knows? Yeah, those are especially the Spittoon. I knew a kid named Spittoon. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, um, Spittoon! Yeah. So, yeah, all the kids, like, then come to see Santa, right? And, uh... uh yeah, and Santa apparently take... they're all those kids from that montage. Right, We don't yeah. really know because I don't think it was any of those kids. Also, then we're introduced to fucking Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of it nowhere. to, like literally these kids on a raft and i made a joke being like hey there's huck finn and, and then, then one kid goes like hey tom it's like holy shit it, it's actually them it's actually so them. then they like as all of the kids are rolling up to santa's aid because he's just stranded on a beach with also, no reindeer also also sorry to like pause you on that but like tom and tom and uh, the tom and huck scene they also have old man river playing over the the, the in the background in which is zoo yeah because he was like JG is known for his kazoo impression. <laughs> and also like, they have they have a raccoon and like we, uh, we have, Tom we, is like trying to wrestle the raccoon so, as the song is playing and then they get off of the raft and then they just abandon the raccoon and you see it like right? scared because it's a real life raccoon in the 70s being so, like what the fuck am I doing on a raft? Ladies and gentlemen, we have a uh, Remy and I have a pretty uh, a pretty awesome connection to uh to old, no to Old Man River because okay, like, we went to the same college and we took this same fil- film survey class and this the guy who taught film survey he was this really old guy and he, he is was, older than anyone I've ever met but he's amazing he knows everything there is to know about anything life. about movies and life and he showed us like this I remember like one of the things he showed us was like the life and times of Paul Robeson and of course oh, yeah. his biggest thing was Old Man River from yeah. Showboat yeah. you know so that's why it always sticks in my head whenever I hear whenever I hear Old Man River I just think Paul Robeson Stu Levin you know? yeah, but, <laughs> who was the I teacher mean, now now I'm never gonna unhear it on kazoo like <laughs> yeah, right. somebody goes old man river and I'm we like oh yeah send, that tune we should send this film <laughs> we should send this film to Stu Levin and be like hey what do you think about this movie <laughs> he's gonna be so pissed that we mentioned his I name know, right uh so then so yeah all the kids like come to uh to <laughs> Santa you know <laughs> Can I take the reins for a second? Please. So so apparently off screen, Santa summoned all of these kids and told each of them, come back with something that could get my sleigh off the ground. All right. And, and he never says that. So it's just like all the kids are there and they're like, yay, Santa will help you. And then boom, they're gone. Cut to the very first thing that a kid brings back to get the fucking sleigh off the ground is a gorilla and it's not even a gorilla it's just like some guy in a gorilla suit right and it's like oh let's get ted just put him in a fucking gorilla suit and so so we have no idea what's going on it's just like santa's sitting there drunk and asleep on his sleigh and some kid comes up with a man in a gorilla suit and we're just like what the fuck is that what the fuck is going on and then santa's like oh hey there sally why don't you pull that thing around and see if it can lift my sleigh? And we're just like, right. What? What, what is, is going happening? on right now? So the gorilla like tries to move the sleigh and it doesn't work. And Santa's like, all right, on to the next kid. Next kid brings a donkey. And Santa says like, back it up, bring it back, bring it back. Just back it up, back it up to the sleigh. 
you know, just like move it forward and then back it up. And also like in this whole part, like they go from like a close up to a wide of Santa and like in, in the wide he has fucking sunglasses, has sunglasses on, on. But then they go to close up and he has no sunglasses on. Right. Which like those kind of continuity errors are like common, but it's just hilarious that for it's it's only this bit that Santa has like sweet shades. Right. And then they don't put him on in a close up. Yeah. I thought it's that like, it was going to be like a joke, like a little like, oh, he's stuck in Florida. He's got he's got shades on. Yeah. Um, give no, give, I think it was give just, Santa his Bermuda shorts i think they just stuck that actor in the sun for way too long and he's he was like, like fuck i need shades i need shades i don't know and then, this, talks and like then this. another kid brings a fucking pig yeah the next one is a pig and santa's like cool let's try it and it doesn't work and then like a four-year-old boy brings comes a out sheep with a oh no no, no. no okay, the okay, sheep yeah, comes yeah, first yeah, yeah. sheep that's when we notice like santa like gets out of his out of out of his sleigh and you notice like this is brown spot <laughs> on his fucking so i think maybe there was like still wet paint on the sleigh or whatever but it looked Probably, like but it looks like he shat his pants it looked like santa pooped santa did a dig did a poopity poop in his pants yeah, santa did plop plop and then <laughs> we move on and the next the final kid brings no 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 no, no. before that he didn't another kid brings a cow Oh, d- there's so many random farm I know. animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they had zero budget and then all these animals. <laughs> and then a kid brings a horse. Brings a horse. Exactly. I don't know and why like, we're building up to the horse because it also doesn't work. The horse is like a Kentucky thoroughbred. It's, it's just also that they spend and this, the longest time on the tiniest kid. They got the tiniest kid to bring the horse. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like a four, four years old boy. Yeah. And Santa goes, just push it. Just, just push it. And the kid's like pushing on the chest of the horse to back it up. And then Santa goes, I'll help. And then tries to push. And then it cuts to Santa's boots. And he's like just stomping in the sand. And the boots clearly are those like, you know, those types of boots you get with costumes where you like put them. They're like coverings where they you put them over shoes. Yeah. So you know? like Santa's got a sweet pair of chucks. And then like <laughs> yeah, right. these boot coverings that make right. it look like boots. And he's like stomping in the sand for a second. And Santa's like. Well, that's not working. We just got to push harder. And then cut back to the same shot of Santa stomping in the sand. Right. Um, and uh, then Santa tries to dig sand out of the sleigh because, like, the sleigh is, like, stuck in the sand. And that's not working. Um, and, and apparently then, during that time while he's digging the sand from under the sleigh. And he seems drunk this entire time, by he the does. way. He's, he's like so drunk out of his mind. He's literally, like, bending his head in weird ways. He's flailing his hand to direct his own singing. Um, it's, it's odd. Like, he yeah, looks like a drunk mall Santa. It's fucking weird. And, but, like, uh, worse than a drunk mall Santa. Like, like, times infinity. <laughs> so, apparently, all of the kids leave during this time of them doing the process of bringing in different animals. But then they all come back. Yes. So that Santa can tell them a story. Yeah, to, like, uh, to inspire. No, because I read the Wikipedia page of this. It was to inspire them that they can do something to help Santa out. But aren't they already doing that by bringing their gorilla man? I, yes, and their but I don't know. This movie sheep. makes no fucking sense. Okay, so don't come at me with that bullshit. Okay? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to trying to deal with this three hours of a seventy minute movie that we watched. So Santa decides to tell a story of Jack and the Beanstalk. Right. However, another thing I found out in researching this movie, there are two prints of this movie. One where he tells the story of Jack and the Beanstalk, and another where he tells the story of Thumbelina. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. In fact, well, I would I I want to see the Thumbelina version. Bonus episode. I know, right? Y'all are getting a bonus episode. <laughs> I don't know if we can handle it because it took us three hours to get through this fucking crap. We'll just watch the story part of that one because it's only the story that that, that changes. I don't know, man. I want to watch the whole thing. There's probably so many more just details. Like the, just like the 30-minute like framing of this story. Yeah. Bas- so basically, this movie is just a version of Jack and the Beanstalk with the framing of Santa being stuck in Florida. At the beginning and the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I made a joke uh, right when we finished it. I was like, JG, I'm going to make a Shakespeare movie where it's about the life of William Shakespeare. And he sits down and he goes, I'm William Shakespeare. Here, listen to this story. And he tells about some Jack other- and Jill. Yeah, <laughs> about Jack and Jill. And it's like this really detailed, like, children's story. And then it ends and he goes, I'm William Shakespeare at the end. So, like I said, this movie is 70 minutes long. This Jack and the Beanstalk story takes up 40 minutes of it. I'm not kidding. It takes up 40 minutes friggin minutes this movie is titled santa and the ice cream cream bunny Bunny. i almost said candy bunny (laughs) but (laughs) same uh, fucking thing i guess because it's pointless and it is a jack and the beanstalk film has the ice cream bunny shown up yet no no 
So we're going to Jack and the Beanstalk. Now, you all know the story of Jack and the Beanstalk, but we're going to tell you about it anyway. Yeah. Because we want to make you suffer like we and had the to details, suffer. And the details are actually really fun in actually, the Actually, yes, because yeah. they do some weird fucking things in this that's kind of like really funny. So uh, it cuts to just this boy. We meet sitting, Jack. And he's sitting like in front of his fireplace, and it's a very like modern 70s home. And he's got like this like fly collar and like a paisley right. shirt. No, but he's got like, he's got a brown and white striped shirt. Everybody in this Jack and the Beanstalk story, they were like so like the the cuts funky, are like fresh early They're funky fresh. But like the cuts are like early 18th century garb. So people are like wearing like their britches with their with their with their uh, tights and their you know kind of you know coats with tails and everything. But it's and in like, like a 70s fly collar. But it's like in paisley and like stripes and like, and, like chest yeah, hair with a gold chain. The collars that are like out past their shoulders. You and know. like one dude has a perm. All the girls like look like Janis Joplin, or They've they're from the, the long straight, or hair. they're from the musical Hair. They literally you know? look like Cher, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Do you believe in love after love? Even though that song came out in like the nineties, yeah. But yeah. we we both love Cher. Yeah, like Cher's one of our favorites. Cher's my girl. Oh, we literally love one of my favorite albums of all time is Half Breed. <laughs> it's a great. I'm album. not even kidding. I've referenced that like. Five times to JG just randomly. Right. Anyway, so <laughs> like, like walking down the street. So going we to meet Taco Jack, Bell. and then we meet Honest John, who is a used cow salesman, and he looks exactly like the principal from Ferris Bueller. He also kind of looks like so when when he He's first got came the on vibe screen. Of... Right. When he first came on screen, he had the vibe of Alan Rickman in uh, uh in Galaxy, Galaxy Quest, Quest, where it's like I have done so many great roles. In fact, he definitely looked like a guy who did who played Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet, yeah. like on Broadway or like, on this the West guy's End. Got to have who's been, like, like doing I shit. know the Queen Mab speech down to a T, better than that fucking guy who did it in the Franco Zeffirelli film. Um, I'm not bashing the guy who did the Franco Zeffirelli film. I love how he did the Queen Mab speech. Um, but he seemed like that type of guy where it's like if you've seen Galaxy Quest, like Alan Rickman starts off going like. I've played Richard the Third, I've played Henry the Fifth, and I'm reduced to this show. Um, I love that movie, by the way. Yeah. If, you, if any of our listeners, I'm, I'm assuming most of our listeners have seen Galaxy Quest, but if you haven't, you should see it. It's on Hulu right now, so go. That is your homework. Watch that movie. Anyway, that's and your other this... homework is tell more people about our show. Right. So that is Honest John, basically. That's the actor playing Honest John, and kind of like think about, about that, you know. Uh, and we meet Honest John, and oh, well, also when we meet Jack, he sings like the song where he's like, "To rela, to rally, to rela, to my family's poor, and we only have a cow, and all this shit, you know." Well, okay, hold on. If I can expand on that, because I don't remember the exact lyrics verbatim, but what he's talking about is, I think the first thing that he says is that, uh, what was it? They had. They had something. They had something of value in their house. And these are the, the cow. lyrics of the song. Is, is it the cow? It's the cow. In the story, it's the cow that is what's... Because he, he, Jack he trades the cow for things. the beanstalks. Right, right, or but, for the bean, but, for the beans. But in the lyrics of the song, he says, there's no reason to be sad when you can just be happy. And then he says... It's a very Bob Marley And then he uh, says, our thing. house got robbed and we lost everything. Right. I don't see why people can be sad when you can be happy. And then he goes on Which to say... Which is a very hopeful message. And then he goes on to say, like, we had a horse and a carriage and we sold that for a loaf of bread. I don't see why we can be sad when we're now fed. And it's like... What a nice little sentiment, yeah, you know? Yeah, your life is fucked, kid. I know, like, right? Come on, Like, dude. you're poor. Welcome to the real world, bozo. Yeah, the innocence of children. Uh, anyway, so then uh, Honest John... he's like 16 and wearing a nice fly collar. And... Right. Honest John trades uh, Jack for, for the cow for these magic beans. And, uh, Fair trade, that's Yeah. And... Honest John sing this song, sings this song where he's like, Honest John never failed to deliver. You know? And this whole thing where he's like, sings to the townspeople, all these John, Janis Joplin and, uh, and uh, Jackson Brown looking, you know, townspeople. Yeah. You know? And also, while he's singing, the camera is focused on him. Oh, no, no. But, and but, and then, the, then the crowd are singing and this camera stays focused on him. Just on Honest like, John. Like, it's not on the so crowd's just like all. kind of awkwardly smiling and like looking around. It's and like they forgot to film everybody else or like, ah, yeah. shit, I guess we got to stay on him the entire time. Yeah. And he gave us fuck all nothing. 
Like, he just maybe stands there, like, twiddling like, his thumb, literally yeah. twiddling his thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> and for the record, that's how everyone looks when they're singing in this film. Like, Bordish. everybody's... They look like, like high schoolers being forced to do a musical. They, like, look at the ground. They're looking off to the side. Yeah. They, like, look up. They, like, blink. It's like when you go... When you see... When, when you were in those uh, Christmas pageants, when you were, like, you know, six years old, you know, and everybody's just, like... Up on the rooftop, reindeer crawl comes to your home, Santa Claus. You know that kind of shit. You know, and then there's that one kid in the background who's just like, "Up on the rooftop!" I was just about to say, "I'm that kid who was totally like, up on the rooftop, man!" Right, yeah, And then everybody like turns, and like my grandpa's filming, being like, "I'm so proud." <laughs> That's literally how people sing in this movie. Anyway. So then uh, Jack's mom and his sister, apparently, who's a new character in this story, are upset with him for taking the beans. <laughs> and then, and then I, I just, <laughs> this is kind of unrelated, but ladies and gentlemen, I just remembered of this childhood moment of mine when I played, I played Gabriel, the angel, <laughs> in, in a play. I don't remember what the play was. It's probably about the birth of Christ. Yeah, something like that. I, I think it was Christmas related. And I had well, to, if Gabriel's in, it's probably Christmas related. And I had to like fake play a trumpet because I was like six, and I gave it like the sexiest look. Like this, there's like this <laughs> like, six year old. Like what is that George Michael song? Oh yeah, uh, um, um, Careless uh, Whisper. Careless Whisper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally that. So imagine like six year old Remy in like a white rented tux. With like fake angel wings and a fake toy trumpet, and I'm just like milking it on stage, and everybody's like, "Whose kid is that?" <laughs> and your parents are like, "Yeah, that's that's our son. Uh, we, we don't we don't know that. He's kid. adopted. He's yeah. adopted. He's adopted." <laughs> um. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Back to the movie. So then, uh, the. Uh, I want, so Jack's mom is Jack's mom and sister are upset that he you know traded the cow for the uh, for the beans because you know he, he he was supposed to sell it for money, not get these magic beans, um, you know and and so they're all upset at him and then at one point his mom goes to open the window. <laughs> oh, just, it, it she, blew my mind. She opens the window and there's and like a painted backdrop like, behind it. Like and if you've seen like movies from like. The Wizard of Oz, for yeah. example, they're painted backdrops, but this was like the painting was like was right like really close. behind the fucking window. So the section, she, the second that she opens those like window doors, it just looks like a fucking like you know Van Gogh painting yeah, behind. Yeah, she just like steps know? back, and now it just looks like there's a painting on the wall. Right. Except like in my brain, I know that it's three dimensional, and she opened up a door like a little like those. It's a, it's a, like saloon doors that go like. It looked it it was a very like you know reading rainbow moment kind of thing. Yeah. If you want to think about it like that. Yeah. It's like, ooh, and now everything is animated. Oh boy, right? You know, but it's still like then they have like Jack will like walk in front of the painting, but behind the window, you know, and it's everything. It's weird. Yeah. So so um, she opens up the window, and then and she's like, uh, I think the beanstalk is there, oh, right? No, 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 not yet. They get mad and throw out the beans, right? And then immediately, the beanstalk comes from the sky somehow. No, no, no the beans grow from the ground and create the beanstalk well, up to the sky. That's how it would work. That's how the story works. That's how the story works. That's not what I saw, John. <laughs> I'm they telling you what I saw with my own eyes. They literally drop the beanstalk from the sky and be like, oh, you didn't see that. Like, it's, it's just, it's growing. It's growing up into the sky. I up hit... into the sky. Yeah. And then, so Jack climbs the beanstalk mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. the magic land. And it's like Jack against like these projections, you know, like he's real. So, so, so let me describe this for you people who, for, for listeners who don't know how this works really, but like they did this in Wizard of Oz where they would do like rear view projections where they would, you know, have the actor in front with like a minimal set. Then they'd have like this big like screen and they'd project from behind the screen, the scene that's supposed to be played behind them. You know, they did this for, uh, uh, the, uh, twister scene in, in Wizard of Oz, yeah, they'd have like yeah. the twister in the background on a rear projection while Dorothy was like going through like this minimal set of like a of a gate and the front of the house. Yeah. So that's kind of how they did this in this movie. 
uh, with like rear projections, they'd have like Jack, and then you see like this big ass fucking giant in front, like behind Jack that yeah. he's like crawling over. You know, it, it was like like seeing Woody crawl over that guy in Toy Story Two. You know, nice. Yeah, nice. the Cheeto fingers. <laughs> the Cheeto yeah. fingers. I know that guy. I have not eaten cheese puffs since I've seen. Toy Story 2. So Jack's climbing up the beanstalk. Yeah. And it's really jarring because he's kind of looking around at this white nothingness. And then he gets high enough. <laughs> he, gets, he gets high enough. High as a cat, And then So he gets high enough and he sees the castle in the distance. And then he just lets go of the beanstalk. And I was right. like. And he's like, like on a cloud. Whoa, whoa, dude. Like you're going to fall. And then he like doesn't and then starts singing a song. But, like, it didn't establish that he's, like, standing on anything solid because we're only seeing from his torso up. So he's just, like, climbing, climbing, and then just, like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I was the, like, the, whoa! The, the cinematography of this was not of the highest caliber. If you couldn't tell by it our was not already. It was not the caliber of Giannis Kaminsky, the uh, director of photography of Cool as Ice. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say, you keep tossing out these names, and then you said Cool as Ice, and I was like, oh, yeah, my boy. My boy, yeah, who did Saving Private Ryan and Schindler's List as well. Uh, so uh, we get, we get this, to the giant's castle. Yeah, and we um, see the and the giant is like we meet the giant and his uh, wife or maid or both. Um, and like the the funny thing is like with the giant's like okay, so we have the giant and then they give him like all these like really big props because I get it in like a half-assed thought process where they're like he's oh, a big guy, so we'll so, give him big props, but it makes him look smaller. Yeah, you know. So now we're looking at kind of a tiny guy and then a tinier guy, that's right, Jack. And then the the giant like sings this song, which he literally sings about six times. He's mm-hmm. like, "I smell the blood uh, of an uh, oh, fee fo fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Fee fi fo fum. He's uh, right the, around the corner. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he sings that literally six times. Like we we memorized the lyrics by the end of this. Yeah, movie. we were singing along. Yeah, we were like, yeah, fee fi fo fum. Woo, you know. Yeah. It was like, play Wonderwall, man, <laughs> kind of thing for us. Um, so so uh, the, the goal, apparently, which I don't think that they mentioned in this storyline or whatever, is that Jack is climbing up the beanstalk to go find the goose that laid the golden egg. Oh, oh, that's the first thing that gets stolen in Jack's song. Yeah. Is that the goose that, he had a goose that laid a golden egg and it gets stolen and it's fine right. to be sad. It's fine to be sad. So then he, st- he steals a golden hen. Yeah. From the giant. Yeah. And it's literally like a ceramic golden hen. It, well, it looks like paper mache almost. Sure. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you're right. It's more of like, like, a like spray painted yeah. with like, you know, gold, you know, spray paint. Yeah. Uh, so he takes that shit downstairs. And by downstairs, I mean down stock and brings it to his mom who's wearing also those like 70 cat eye glasses. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they bring him a bunch of fortune and whatnot, and then, like, time passes, I guess, and the money runs out. They're like, well, you got to get more gold, Jack. So he goes up the beanstalk again, and we're, in, we're, we're introduced to this uh, magic harp that just plays music. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's it song sings. Is, its song is literally, I, I am, am a magic, magic harp. harp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I am a magic harp. I play songs all day. I'm a magic harp. I'm a magic harp. Yeah. 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 I burped in the middle of that. I like the way you played it off, though. It was <laughs> yeah. pretty all right. It was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, skip the beat. Yeah. You know? yeah. Ooh, edgy. Uh, ooh, like, you know. Little, little jazzy, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> this episode's a mess. I, it's okay. It's okay. This movie was a this fucking mess. This movie was a wreck. Okay, so... So we get done with that section where he, uh, what? So he gets the magic heart back. As well, 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 well. Like the giant is like, I know there's an Englishman here, but so he's I'm not gonna being set a tricksy. Tra- he's, he's not trying doing to anything. set a trap for him by just setting like this big, like 500 pound boulder to drop on Jack. It, it does say 500 pounds, but it is an anvil, and it's literally something that Wiley Coyote would have bought from Acme. right. And this guy's just like pulling it on a pulley yeah, string system. It's, it's that cartoonish, like big black weight that has the white painted on. But then it doesn't even come back in the movie because Jack steals the fucking heart. Yeah, he just goes, I'm going to do this. And then he sits down and his wife slash maid comes up and goes, here's some soup. And he goes, I don't want soup. I want something better. And then she comes back with a giant chicken bone and beer or something like something in a big like mug or like a chalice. And he chugs that down, takes a bite of the bone meat and drops that and then takes a nap. And then Jack just comes back and takes the harp. 
Yeah, and then the giant finds out that he takes the harp and he tries to follow him down he the beanstalk. Pissed. Oh, dude, he gets so he mad. He gets so yeah. mad. So Jack's like, like pretty much. Whoa, whoa! I'm where's my harp? Well, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just gonna go down, down this beanstalk. I'm gonna follow you. No, you're not. I'm gonna get down there because I'm so nimble and quick, and my name's Jack. Woo! Give me my harp. Hey. I'm at the bottom. I'm how? way at the bottom already. You're real quick. Yeah. I, I, I'm i going to follow you down, though. Okay. You better fucking try it, you big old bitch. Oh, well, fuck you, kid. I'm going to yeah, fucking fuck you yeah, up. Let me just get better. down this fucking beanstalk here. You and come on down. Yeah, I'm coming down, all right. So then Jack Stop is taunting like- me. So, so then Jack is like down with his p- folks and then he's like, here, I got you this magic harp as well. And they're like, whoa, what is that? And he's like, I don't know. I'm going to chop down this beanstalk right. before this giant guy comes down. And they're like, what's going on? And he's like, I'll tell you in a minute. So he like chops down the beanstalk and then you just see like the body of a normal sized man fall down. Because- right, right. <laughs> because they didn't like take the time to like enlarge him to make him a giant or anything. So it's just like, oh. <laughs> like some dude just lands on the ground, and which wait 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 but but how would the wait never mind I just answered my own question in my head I was definitely gonna ask how would the beanstalk fall if he cut it from the bottom and he's like trying to climb it down because it wasn't being held on top right That's yeah why. No, there's no on top. <laughs> no there's no it's just it's really not strong yeah yeah, yeah so um, yeah it tumbles down never mind I'm stupid ladies and gentlemen also for the record maybe I was legit thinking about that while watching this movie like wait how would he fall if he's cutting it from the bottom he's but down from... also but like... no I'm stupid. Every, Gravity, people. That's how it works. Uh, for the record, though, you aren't that stupid because every interpretation of Jack and the Beanstalk, the Beanstalk has also been giant. Whereas in this, it's right. literally a rope. Right. It's like it's like a thin. It's like rope. a gym class. Rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's climbing up it in that fashion as well. So when he chops it from the bottom, it's like, uh, wow. How is this even like going up? But uh, then again, it's magic, so I'll give it that. Um, but yeah, so he drops the giant. And the giant's down. And then, and then, and then the giant drops down. And then fucking Jack says, well, that's the end of the giant. I feel sorry for Mrs. Giant. She just got mixed up with the wrong man. And everybody laughs like it's the ending of a sitcom. And then they all sing about how great it is that they have a magic harp. And also the entire townsfolk just show up in yeah. their house to sing along. Yeah. Honest, uh, honest, what's his name? Honest John. Honest John. And, the, up as and well. all the Janis Joplin, Jackson Brown looking people come in and yeah, like, all yeah, the 70s it's guys. so great. And then we're back to Santa Claus. Right. And Santa. Let's well, remind let me... people, this movie is called Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. We just spent probably about 20 minutes or so talking about this other story, this movie within a movie. So Santa rebuttals his lengthy tale with, so you just believe, just believe. If you believe, good things happen. And then he naps, and then all the kids are gone, and right. it's hot, and Santa strips into a t-shirt. Right. That's literally what happens. That's literally what happens. Like, all the kids just leave, and Santa goes, oh, it's, it's gotta, so hot here. I gotta take off this. He also, like, painfully narrates everything, and I think that's just because everything was dubbed, so they, like had the actor watch this footage this dubbing of- like the the dubbing and kung fu punch of death was light years better and we made fun of that in that episode and but right. this is what that was light years better than this movie because that was just like interesting choices for voice actors and like and saying certain, ma and stuff ma, like that yeah like he seemed like a little brooklyn but this is just like they narrating what's they, going on like let, yeah. just say what you see on screen oh i'm so hot Oh, the oh. sun. Yeah. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, I'm just going to take off my coat right now. If I could just right take now. off this belt. Whoops, I slipped. Let me take it off again. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we are at the one hour mark. There's have- 10 minutes left in the movie. Where's the fucking ice cream bunny? What is the fucking ice cream bunny? Ladies and gentlemen, with nine minutes left in this movie, you hear... JG is really good at fire uh, trucks. 
Yeah, I'm really good at fire trucks. I like fire trucks. Um, he was that kid. <laughs> they're, they're like this, this fucking antique fire truck like pulls up with all of these kids in it. And the most horrifying <laughs> bunny mascot you have ever seen. It's He's like you terrifying. Know, you know, if, if you've like been on. If you're scared of Mickey and Minnie at Disneyland, this is like that, but times a billion. Actually, you know what? I'll take it a little bit further. If you were a kid who was traumatized sitting on some random dude's lap being like, that's not Santa. <laughs> so that's your Santa. Do you smell of beef and cheese. So now, nice. So now Elf. Love also that imagine your other fear of sitting on the Easter Bunny's lap because apparently you sit on both of these weird guys' laps. <laughs> but this isn't even the Easter Bunny. It's the nah, ice, cream it's bunny. ice Cream Bunny. He brings ice cream to kids. That's not true. That's not that a doesn't thing. doesn't happen once. We looked it up. It's not a real thing. I did a little bit of research. We don't do much research. I did some research we because did. I was thinking like, you know what? Like Santa Claus totally it could be like, like some more. I was thinking like it could be maybe like some Caribbean some like, thing or like some like wet Eastern European thing. I don't know. I was thought I was thinking that it was like also still like some weird Germanic lore. So like, like Eastern European, like, you know, like Romanian or yeah, Czechoslovakian. Yeah, there's the ice cream bunny, and he's also like one of those characters, like Santa. Or whatever. He brings ice cream to little kids who are good. Not to say that Santa's not real because he's totally real. He's totally fucking real. Yeah, that's right. I've seen him. I have too. At every mall in America, he kissed my mom. Nice reference, Thanks. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Anyways, so all of a sudden, this old-timey fire truck, like the kind that you crank up in the back to get it going, because that's how <laughs> right. shit worked like back then. The 19, like the 19-teens, you know. Also, how did that work? I wish that I could be like, all right, time to go to work, and I crank up my car, and I go. Well, it's like, you know, if you if you crank, like, like you know when you have, like, a... Uh, Tiny toy car, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like a uh, a saw, you know, where it's like the the mechanicals or the uh, motorized saws, where like you you pull the 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 you know wind. It was like it's like that, but gotcha. the, that's how the cars worked back then. Hmm. Sort of. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So. The ice cream bunny rolls up with an old timey fire truck loaded with kids. There are so many Which kids. Is not they're literally at all. spilling out of the truck, and there's a and dog running. They're all singing running. the song, there's... and it's not matching their mouths. And also, it's not audible, so we can't really hear right. what they're singing. But we can tell that their mouths also, are doing something else. Also, the dog is apparently his name is Rebel, and apparently he's the one that got the ice cream bunny. We found this out via Wikipedia, Wikipedia. because the movie doesn't say anything no. about that. Or we just didn't care to notice. No. The dog only jumped through that lady's arms. Right, yeah. Ice cream bunny's here. With all the so, kids. All the children's. Also, while they're driving towards Santa, they're going through an amusement park. So apparently Santa crashed in an amusement park. Right. And he's like five minutes away from civilization. Like, he's not like stranded. He could he have walked just gotten to people out and said, of his hey, sleigh and been like... My sleigh crashed. And everyone would have been like, Santa, damn, dude, you're like really cool and loved by all of America. Why don't all you... All of the world. All, yeah. of the, all of the Christmas loving world. Yeah. Yeah. So Santa appears to Saint have been in an amusement park this whole time. I don't fucking know. It's the 70s. Also... Ice cream bunny looks like a fucking nightmare. This guy has like a mascot head with like mascot skin stretched over it. Like his face and neck and torso become the same thing. It's like really bizarre. And he's got like giant eyelashes. And he's got a mustache somehow. He's got a weird mustache. Like and he looks dirty. Like and and like when he when he approaches Santa legit says and you called this Remy. Yeah. Santa legit says, "Could that be the ice cream bunny? My closest my, friend. My old friend, the ice cream bunny. And, and, and it was like, okay, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they like, Santa says, we only have four days. Will that be enough time to get back to the North Pole? Which, why is Santa going out for a joyride four days before Christmas? Right, because my boy, St. Nick, gets this done in one night. Yeah, he doesn't need multiple days. He gets yeah. it done in one night. And also... Something that they never explained that I uh, that I'm really curious about is what happened to Santa? Why did he crash in Florida? Right. Why was he even going to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets cold. Everyone in Florida. gets cold in Florida. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, I and, love Florida. It's like wet and hot and it's kind of smelly. 
And then, like, you know, the bunny, like, says, Santa, get into my car. But he doesn't say anything. He just kind of gestures for him, Santa, get in his uh, truck. Yeah. His, uh, and then oh, they just... oh, no, no, no. He does gesture, and he doesn't gesture in the way of being like, get over here. He just rubs his belly. <laughs> yeah. Like, Santa's like, we only have four days. Do you think we can do this? And the ice cream bunny just, like, rubs his tummy, and Santa's like, all right. <laughs> like, yeah, I knew I could trust you. <laughs> Whatever that was. And then they just drive off. And that's basically the end of the movie. Yeah. And then across the screen, all the kids like watch him go off, like you know, on, and they're stranded on the beach, and just on the on, across the screen it says "Merry Christmas." And then it cuts to our boys, Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn, Fuck yeah. still sitting in the same bush in the bayou. That we left them in. Like I don't think they're even close to Florida. I no, think they're this totally is in Louisiana or yeah, something like that. This is like completely unrelated. I'm realizing this whole time. Um, and then the narrator just says Merry Christmas. And that's the end. That's the end of the film. That's the end of the fucking, fucking movie. So, yeah, so, uh, I don't even, <laughs> the only reason you should watch this movie is if you are so wasted out of your goddamn mind and you are so bored that this is the only option. I don't know, man. You could watch anything else. <laughs> this is, uh. You can watch literally any... Like, before this movie, before we watched this movie, I said, my favorite Christmas movie of all, movie of all time is Scrooged. And Jeremy was like, that might change tonight. It did not. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are at the end of the episode now. And, uh, well, uh, we're doing a little something different this uh, this month of Christmas, this month of Yuletide givings. Uh, instead of Edward Trivia, we are going to introduce a, a new segment, a holiday season uh, segment. Remy? It's called... Remy's Christmas facts. Fuck yeah. One hundred percent true. Do Coming not dispute. At hard. Do not dispute. Yeah. Um Remy, what is your Christmas fact this week? So, I have this conversation every day with people. That's one hundred percent true. Is that uh you know Ebenezer? Yeah. And I'm talking Good old Christmas Carol Ebenezer I'm talking Scrooge, Scrooge by, yeah. by, by by Charles Dickens. Yeah, yeah. The old It'll scare Dickens. the dickens out of you. Ooh, Ooh. Spooky. Mankind should have been my business. <laughs> yeah? What about what Bob about Ebenezer? Marley. <laughs> Jacob Marley. Same guy. From like from <laughs> last week's episode. Yeah. That's right. I did have that coming up. Hey, that came full circle. And it's coming more full circle. Yeah. Right into your mouth. 720 degrees. Yeah. All the way around. So, um, something that I like to talk about in my free time is that, did you know that Ebenezer Scrooge is not a humbug? What is he? Ebenezer Scrooge is not a humbug. He calls other people a humbug because they're faking it. Because <gasps> when somebody goes, Merry Christmas, he goes, bah, humbug. Like, you're just saying that. You're, you're just, just saying that to be nice. You're just doing the thing that you do. You're not do. actually being nice. You're just you saying that because that's it. a socially acceptable thing to say. Yeah. So um, I I actually managed to fuck my phone. Uh, we'll edit that I out. actually managed to fuck my phone. <laughs> Finally, I, I am somebody now. <laughs> so Tim uh, Cook is on the line. He wants to know how you fucked your phone because he wants to develop the, the technology. <laughs> Tiny insertable penis. Um. I still have the audio jack on my phone, so it works. Um, so yeah, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge isn't a humbug. He calls other people a humbug because they're faking it. So I I actually looked up the definition of humbug just so I could make sure that I'm actually correct on this. The definition of humbug is deceptive or false talk or behavior. Interesting. And then it's great because humbug is also a hard candy, especially <laughs> one flavored with peppermint. So I imagine ah, that oh, good old Scrooge, he's like, you know, calling all these people sweet treats. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're a fake, false talking, Christmas loving asshole, and you taste great, and you're minty, and you smell nice, and I love to meet you after dinner. Well, I hope every Christmas fact is just as good as that one. We have two more left. Oh, you better make them good. Oh, they're going to be so good. Uh, I cannot wait. Get ready, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. One of them has to do with Jingle All the Way. Lady. Oh, my God. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm on the Turbo Man. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Booster. We have asked you to send us 
fan mail. I mean, we haven't really asked. I'm just so we demanded you. <laughs> okay, you can email it to us. Our email is at, is is o o t s s podcast at gmail dot com. I didn't even know that. But we got an actual letter from a fan. Yeah. I will read you this letter. Uh, no, wait, wait, no, 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 wait, no, no, no. Before you read it, can I just describe what it looks like? Yeah, of Here, course you can g- describe give me, what give me, it give looks me, like. Give me that shit. Okay. So. This is to encourage you all to send us fan mail. We will read it on the show. So I'm looking at this um, piece of parchment, <laughs> and it is completely dyed yellow. There are the accents of screws as if it was some kind of mechanical machine and there are four windows as if it could be some kind of uh, mode of transportation and in the windows I see four recognizable musicians four fabulous musicians I should say I see John Lennon Ringo Starr Paul McFartney (laughs) and some other guy George Harrison (laughs) Yeah, and, and I flip they, it and over, and, and, and it is the yellow submarine. Yeah. <laughs> and you open it up, and there's a message inside. There's a nice, lovely message inside, mm-hmm. and we're gonna read this, and you guys gonna be like, "Oh my god, they got fan mail!" And then it's gonna, <laughs> nope, we got fan mail. We got End, fan of End of story. It's story. the coolest thing that's ever happened to us. So, ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts, put on your socks, take off your pants, and get ready. Yeah, because here it comes. Dear Remy and Jade they named, named you first. I know! It, oh, when dude, you find out who I, is this from, you're going to be like, wow, they named him first? Yeah. I. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for obscurities of the silver screen. We look forward to every episode on Friday morning. Remy is fantastic. His enthusiasm makes us want to watch more of these movies than is probably healthy. <laughs> and of course... What can we say about JG? He is the best. We wish you both much success. Keep it obscure. JG's mom and dad. <laughs> yeah! It's like our first fans. This is kind of a big deal. Thank you, mom and dad, for sending that. We really appreciate it. And why did you name Remy first? I don't know. I'm your only child. I'm their second child. <laughs> Plot twist. Even though I'm older than you. Well, that does it for our episode this week, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoyed and stuck with us this episode because we had a hard time sticking with it. It was really rough. I hope it was. I think it turned out pretty fun. Uh, So next week we're doing our throwback episode for the month. We are watching The Santa Claus 2. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. I totally forgot that we talked about that. With fucking clone Santa Claus. Yeah, rubber face Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen and Tim Allen. Uh, uh, yeah. And that lady from Gigi. You know the sure, Jan- Angelina yeah. Jolie movie? No. Whoops. <laughs> so yeah, there's that's going to be next week. And uh, we we hope you uh, you come back for that uh, next week. And then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you next week what the episode after that will be. And so yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you uh, keep listening and that you uh, c- continue to spread it with your friends. You know, just, just spread that shit. We want to give a shout out to all of our listeners in Washington State. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, specifically, we, we got our boys over there. Yeah, specifically my, uh, specifically uh, my gal uh, Morgan Ardwin. Uh, thank you for being an uh, for being an ardent listener of the show. All right, so that is it for this week. Uh, tune in next week for another episode. Remy and I will be here as always. Yeah, as sentient as usual. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not as sentient. Anyway. All right. All right. I love you. I love you too. Have I a was good talking night. To listeners, I was as well. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have a good rest of your day. Good night and day. Uh, and week and month and year. Yeah. Happy birthday. And Merry Christmas. Hey guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.